Welcome to the Buzz Pod, a monthly podcast produced by the Birch Bay Chamber of Commerce. This program is made possible by Blaine Birch Bay Park and Recreation District 2, Banner Bank, Silver Reef Casino Resort, Loomis Trail Golf Course, Phillips 66 Ferndale Refinery. Here's your host, Sasha Sanguinetti. In this inaugural edition, we'll briefly recap a couple of the events that have already taken place in Birch Bay. We'll preview our upcoming summer event schedule, share some encouraging visitor center numbers, visit with our June member of the month, discuss Asian giant hornets, yes, and tell you about a great Whatcom County organization that you may not know about, but you should. That and more coming up on the Buzz Pod. It's so difficult to find the right bank. I know. It's so confusing. <gasps> it's a cloud of uncertainty. And checking out your banking options? Oh, sounds overwhelming. Enough! With Banner Bank, it's easy to manage your finances and help is here when you need it. Be gone, cloud! Oh! Wait, 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 wait! Ah! Thanks, Thanks, Banner, Banner Bank. Bank. Woohoo! Yeah! Built for action. Built for banking. Banner Bank. Member FDIC. What does your dream getaway have? Luxury hotel rooms, elegant suites, and relaxing spa? We've got that. World-class Wine Spectator Award-winning Steakhouse? We've got that. Washington's premier golf destination? We've got that. How about the newest slots, table games, and exciting promotions? Oh yeah, we've got those too. Visit Silver Reef Casino Resort and hit the getaway jackpot. Silver Reef Casino Resort, located off I-5 exit 260. We've got that. Here's the buzz in Birch Bay. And Birch Bay Happenings News, Events, General Information presented by Banner Bank. Well, it's a colossal understatement to say the past 15 months have been challenging. As we emerge into some semblance of normal, it's great to see local businesses reopening and expanding hours, and area events are ramping up as well. On May 8th, we were honored to welcome the Lummy Trail of Tears carvers to Birch Bay with their amazing totem that will make a tour across country before landing at the Smithsonian in Washington, D.C. There was a ceremony held on the Birch Bay Library grounds in which the carvers explained the meaning behind their work and told of their journey ahead. Pictures of this event can be found on our Facebook and Instagram pages. You can also follow their journey through their Facebook page. Our Shared Responsibility a totem pole journey. Again, their Facebook page is Our Shared Responsibility, a totem pole journey. Thank you, friends of Birch Bay Library, for co-hosting this event with us. On Friday, May 21st, we saw the first ever Bike Skills Day in Birch Bay. A bicycle safety course was set up at the Activity Center by Smart Trips, a Whatcom County organization. We'll have more on them later. Children, primarily third grade and up, enjoyed learning safe cycling tips. And officers from the Whatcom County Sheriff's Department were on hand, and the kids got to sit in the police motorcycle and check out their vehicles. A few of the adults may have taken a turn sitting on the motorcycle as well, and I think the glee was paralleled with the kids. Thanks to Kirsten and Michelle from Smart Trips for coming out and setting up the course, and again, we'll hear more about them in a bit. Neighborhood Deputy Derek Jones from the Sheriff's Department spearheaded this event, and Tara with Tay's Safety Supply was on hand to pass out blinking safety lights to participants, a cool little giveaway. As always, Heidi and the Blaine Birch Bay Park and Recreation crew were gracious hosts. Thank you. We're excited to announce our summer lineup of dive-in movies at the Waterslides. 
Yes, I said dive-in movies. Because of licensing, we can't call them drive-in movies, so a simple deletion of the letter R and voila, dive-ins at the water slides. It makes sense. See what we did there? June 18th is our first movie, Angry Birds 2. It's held in conjunction with Kids Kite Day the following day on Saturday, June 19th. Other titles, A League of Their Own, La Bamba, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, Remember the Titans, one of my favorites, Uncle Buck, and Back to the Future round out the 2021 lineup. Visit birchbaychamber.com for dates, times, and ticket information. You can buy your tickets for any or all of these titles now. The aforementioned Kids Kite Day, as we said, that'll be held on Saturday, June 19th at the library grounds. Activities, free kites, headline a day of fun. Again, that's on Saturday, June 19th. Hey, remember the bicycle and golf cart poker runs we had last year? They were such a big hit, we're bringing them back. The first one will be Saturday, July 2nd. Again, keep an eye on our uh, social media pages as we update these events and we give you a better idea of what's going on there. Rollback Weekend and Sand Sculpture Competition. Mark your calendars for July 24th and 25th for those events. And the official celebration of the Berm Project will be on August 21st. Getting closer to home here at the Visitor Center this spring, we've been relatively busy. Visitor counts are starting to look more and more similar to what we saw in 2019, pre-COVID times. And that's certainly promising, especially considering that the border remains closed. We've seen a number of folks from all over the Pacific Northwest, specifically the Seattle and Portland metros. Lots of interest in hiking and birding and some clamming, and we've heard numerous positive comments about that new berm. We'd like to keep you informed on what's going on, both out of our office and with our members. So again, be sure and follow the Birch Bay Chamber of Commerce on social media, Facebook and Instagram, and bookmark that website, birchbaychamber.com. Time now to recognize the Birch Bay Chamber of Commerce Member of the Month. Our Member of the Month for the month of June is Pacific Building Center in Blaine, and we're joined now by Kimberly Ockerley, uh, co-owner, and I understand you own this with your sister, correct? Yes, my sister and I own it. What's the story? Uh, we actually, our family purchased the business in 1997. We started out over in the mall by Costcutter um, in a little 3,000 square foot retail space. And then we moved over into this location in 2000 um, and have continued to grow ever since. So, All right. And uh, I know it's, it's been an interesting last year and a half for everybody, mm-hmm. um, but you guys were an essential business through that. And I know um, that, that, that probably had to be pretty important to you and your employees. Yeah, it was. We were at first we were concerned. We didn't know what was going to happen. Um, but when, you know, when the orders came down that we could stay open, we just did everything we can to try to help out and push on through and make sure we had stuff for people and and also make accommodations for people who couldn't get out. So we did free delivery, we're still doing free delivery, um, curbside, all of that kind of stuff. I think when I initially talked to you about this interview, I said, you know, everybody knows why or how you do things and what, you know, the who, what, where, but they don't necessarily know why. Um, you know, what is the why of Pacific Building Center? And you kind of just touched on it a little bit with, with what you did during the pandemic, I think. I think, you know, the basic culture, we have a culture here, we always call it the culture of yes. Like when people ask, you know, can you do this? Will you do this? Can you order this? Yes. The answer is always yes. And um, we just focus around that, that culture. Our goal is people not to have to go to Billingham to get what they need. And also I think uh, deep down, Stephanie and I both uh, 
really, really feel it's important. We like to help people, and that's why we're here, to help people. So. And specifically with Birch Bay, I know at the visitor center, we get a lot of questions about where can I get this equipment for, you know, clamming or scrabbing or whatever. And, and you know, you, you have building center in your name, but uh, you do a lot of that too. Yes, we have um, the rule around here is uh, if we get asked more than twice for something, it means we probably should have it. And so we keep adding and adding and adding. But um, yeah, as you can see, things are kind of crammed in here sometimes. But yeah, we just, like I said, the whole thing is we just want to make it a one stop for everybody. That's Kimberly with Pacific Building Center, our June member of the month at the Birch Bay Chamber of Commerce. The natural beauty and recreation in this northwest corner of Whatcom County make it a great place to live and play. Everyone is sick of restrictions and being all cooped up. Coming this summer, Blaine Birch Bay Park and Recreation District 2 is hosting guided hikes. Ride the bright red school bus to the trailhead, meet new friends, view stunning landscape, and enjoy some fresh air and time away from the house. Visit bbbparkandrec.org for more information. Blaine Birch Bay Park and Recreation, where the fun happens. Immaculate Greens, unrivaled natural beauty, championship caliber conditions. Loomis Trail is the epitome of Northwest golf. With water in play on nearly every hole and tree-lined fairways, Loomis Trail provides a fantastic golf experience for those that want a challenge and those looking for a fun getaway. What round are you up for? Tee times available online at golfloomis.com. Start planning your perfect golf getaway today. Now, more from the BuzzPod. Well, if there's been a committee in Birch Bay to decide something, Dora Lee Booth has likely been on it. And Dora Lee, um, we have this beautiful new berm that goes along the bay and along Birch Bay Drive out here. It's been long awaited. It's been planned, as I understand it, pretty much for as long as I've been alive. I was born in 1975, and I heard that's when they decided that they wanted to, that's when this was first kind of, this idea was conceived. Um, and now here we are in 2021. We finally have this beautiful, beautiful project done. Um, but like with anything new, it comes with some unforeseen occurrences, if you will, or un unforeseen challenges and traffic on the trail on the berm has, has, has brought some, I could say, controversy or some questions. Um, and I know you're the county liaison. And since uh, the county is who we deal with with this, you kind of give us an update on, on where we're at with the berm and, and the traffic that's on the berm. Um, now I know how old you are how young you are i should say um 40 plus years we've been working on this project in birch bay um yeah you know the trail was supposed to be advertised as a pedestrian facility and that was because um for public works it was the best way to to be able to collect funds to be able to do the berm project well now since the trail is wider than it was originally planned um, it's 12 feet wide. We maybe can look at some other uses on the trail besides pedestrians. And so that's what our berm task force will be doing in the days ahead, taking in public conversation so that we will know how the community would like to have the trail used. And public conversation, uh, I think it's great that the task force is obviously listening to what the residents in Birch Bay have to say, and uh, they can submit comments here at the Visitor Center. Um, we'll take emails. We have forms available as well. I mean, if you want to get your opinion out there on how you feel that berm should be used, then it's easy to do so. Right. That's what we want to do. And we hope to have a couple chamber chats on ahead 
um, to have the community be able to come into a Zoom meeting and chat with us about your desires and dreams for the berm. Uh, Roland Middleton from Public Works will be walking along beside us. We have already gotten a recommendation from the Bike Pet Advisory, Whatcom County, uh, in regards to the use of the facilities. So we will just be going several different directions. We'll be talking to Sheriff Elfold's, uh deputy, our neighborhood deputy, Derek Jones, will be on the committee and helping us too. I think probably the biggest message that, uh, and I don't mean to put words in your mouth, but out of the chamber would be, please be patient. We want to be. We don't want to just uh, have a, a knee-jerk reaction. We want to make a decision and decisions for that berm that are going to be long-standing. Yes, and this will probably will be looking at the berm all summer long. Uh, the process after our community decides what they would like to see, how they would like to see the berm used. It will be a Whatcom County process. It will have to go to the Whatcom County Council uh, to be ordinanced. So again, be patient and know that it's being worked on. Be sure and follow our social media pages uh, through the Birch Bay Chamber of Commerce as well as we'll continue to keep you updated. And our website, birchbaychamber.com. Dorley, one more very important question. I know we're kind of getting out of baking season, but you've brought by some baked goodies here. Have you been working on anything lately? <laughs> um, yeah, I work on stuff all the time. I'm one of these people that still cooks dinner every night. And as a matter of fact, that's where I'm going right now is grocery shopping after we're done. The Buzz Pod. Well, we're joined now by Kirsten Wirt, Program Coordinator for Smart Trips. Um, and Kirsten, when we were talking, first of all, we had a great event uh, here recently in the Birch Bay area where uh, the kids' uh, safety course for bicycles. Um, and it was it was such a fun event at the Activity Center. And you and I had a chance to talk. And, and as we were talking, I realized that Smart Trips um, is so much more than, than just the bicycles and bicycle safety. So uh, if you could back up and tell us how did, how did Smart Trips come to be and really just kind of what it's all about. So Smart Trips started um, 14 years ago and it grew out of a law for Washington State that every employer who has over 100 employees that arrive between six and nine in the morning have to have a commute trip reduction program. And Whatcom County is part of, it's called CTR law, commute trip reduction law. And so the person who was administering that program for Whatcom County, you know, has the hospital as an employer partner, the Western Washington, BP Cherry Point, um, you know, lots of large county employers, but there were other companies that wanted to partner with her and wanted to offer a program, but were too small. They didn't have a hundred people. Um, and she had some grant money to be able to design a program that would um, anybody could participate in. And these commute trip reduction programs across the whole country really normally just focus on the work trip and large employers. And she knew only 20% of the traffic on the road in any given day is a work trip. We make way more other trips. I mean, there's way more of us who aren't even working who are making trips. So she designed the Smart Trips program and it's a trip diary where you can go to our website, whatcomesmarttrips.org and you can log any trip you make that keeps a car off the road. So a smart trip is when you walk to the store or you bike your kids to school or you take the bus to go downtown so you don't have to find a parking space. 
Um, any trip that removes a car off the road counts as a smart trip. Walking your dog doesn't count. Going for a bike ride for exercise or a hike doesn't count. Um, and you can log one trip per day and you just have to put in your one-way mileage. And then we add up your miles. You see, it's amazing how quickly short trips add up. Um, and if you log five trips for the month, you're automatically in a $250 prize drawing. If you log five trips each month of the quarter, you're automatically in a $1,000 prize drawing. So we have incentives. Every 100 trips, we send you a milestone reward. Um, and the first one's a double scoop of ice cream at Mallard's. Oh, so fun. we have incentives to get you to think about your short trips. And those are the trips that we really love to see people change is that one or two mile trips. 40% of the trips we drive in the U.S. are two miles or less. And two miles is a 15-minute bike ride. So those that's what we'd love to see is more of your close local trips. Hop on your bike, walk, you know, take the bus. So um, that's what our program focuses on. Anybody in Whatcom County or anybody commuting into Whatcom County can participate. The trip the a smart trip needs to either start or end in Whatcom County. You know, you talk about the cash incentives, which of course everybody loves cash, yeah. but um, in your brochure, I heard, I saw other reasons to make smart trips. And there's some things that you just don't think about off the top of your head, mm -hmm. um, like enjoying a newer car because you're not using it as much. You're not, you know, every little bit counts, right? And the other mm -hmm. one that I particularly liked was teaching your children healthy transportation habits without saying a word. So leading by example, but those were a couple of things that really jumped off the page at me. It's amazing how much as a car culture in the United States, we hide the cost of our vehicles and we don't really pay attention to how much it costs us to drive all these places, you know, that we could possibly have biked or taken the bus or walked. And um, with your kids, when it comes to middle school, by the time my girls were in middle school, we had already been biking lots of places all through elementary school and they didn't care if it was raining and we rode in the dark with good lights and we had normalized it. And so by the time they got to middle school and they wanted to do an after school activity, it was just expected that they ride their bike to school and they ride their bike home after the activity. And then when it came to high school and driving and their friends are getting driver's licenses and I said, well, you know, they didn't have a need to drive. They didn't have a job they had to get to. We live right in town. There wasn't any trip that they couldn't do by bike. So I decided, well, it's a hundred bucks a month to put you on the insurance. So you can pay 50 and I'll pay 50 and you can drive or I'll just put $50 a month into your bank account. And they both just took the money. <laughs> no brainer. Yeah. No brainer. So, and then, you know, it's not just the $50 a month that was saved. It's the wear and tear in your car. It's the possible fender benders. I mean, the most dangerous thing a team can do is get behind the wheel of a car on the freeway. So, and they got built in exercise too. So they weren't playing sports, and but they stayed fit biking around. I think uh, one of the things that really stood out to me, the, the, this isn't a direct quote, but it's paraphrasing what you said, and that is, what kind of disservice are we doing to our children if the only way we're teaching them to transport themselves is the most expensive way to do it? 
my daughter went to college in California and couldn't, none of the freshmen could have cars and she wasn't driving anyway. So, you know, we drove her down with her bike and she stayed after she was done with school. She lived down there. And I do wonder if, you know, if she could have made ends meet, if she had the additional expense of a car, rent was so expensive and she was cobbling together a couple part-time jobs. And, you know, if she had been driving between all of that, it would have cost her a lot more or, you know, one breakdown or new tires or, you know, anything that goes wrong with a car is always really expensive. So the fact that she had all the skills to go to school and ride the bus and bike around, in my mind, put her ahead of the game. And if parents don't teach their kids that skill set, I do think they're, you know, they're lacking something in their toolbox. It's important knowledge to know how to do. And we do have bike classes and all our bike classes right now are free. And we even have a teen uh, lifetime travel skills where we uh, have a class where we ride the bus, just a few stops, just so you know how to do it. And we ride bikes that day. It's all in one day. Um, all of the classes are listed out on the whatcomesmarttrips.org website if you go to bike and then classes. So, and we have a, a summer camp for 12 to 14 year olds. Um, and that's only, it's only $60 for the whole week. So it's a great deal. And we bus, bike and walk. Um, we end the week with a, a scavenger hunt all around Bellingham with the kids in small teams of four and five with one high school age counselor. So it really does feel like they're out on the town with a group of friends. You know, there's not an adult with mm -hmm. them. I mean, there's somebody responsible, but it's, uh, it's pretty empowering for them. So I, I, I really like the public transportation aspect of this because public transportation can be daunting. The unknown is scary, right? If you don't know. And, yep. it, and, and so I, I really like that aspect of this program as well. We have such a friendly public transportation system in Whatcom County. WTA is wonderful. And the drivers are really kind. Um, any kid will be helped out, you know, and that's something for parents to remember. Kids aren't alone when they're riding the bus on their own. There's always an adult there. Mm -hmm. You know, they get on the bus. There's somebody in charge. There's someone, you know, in control of the situation. So it's not like you're just, you know, throwing them out there on you know, a scary big system and WTA, it's a, you know, we don't live in a city like Chicago, so it's small. This is the gr a great place to figure out how transit works. Again, our guest has been Kirsten Wirt with Smart Trips of Whatcom County. WhatcomSmartTrips.org is the website. Kirsten, thank you so much for visiting with us. Well, thank, thank you so much for having me. We had a great time up at Birch Bay with the bike rodeo we did and looking forward to working with you more. The Buzz Pod. Well, we're pleased to be joined by Cassie Cheehorse, Asian Giant Hornist Outreach and Education Specialist for the Washington State Department of Agriculture. And Cassie, first of all, how do you become a specialist on this so quick? These things haven't been around, at least in the States, that long. Well, you know, it's a new emerging um, potentially invasive species to the United States and Washington. So our entomologists were actually kind of tracking and getting ready for it to potentially be brought over when the Nanaimo introduction happened in September 2019. Um, they got really ready, dug into a lot of literature and a lot of research um, with the potential of it. If it came to Nanaimo, would it potentially spread to the mainland side of BC and come into Washington? So they started their research and started getting ready for it. And then, you know, in 2019, when we had the first detection in Washington state, we were ready to hit the ground running. 
Asian giant hornets is what they're called, but uh, popular media turned them into murder hornets. Is this sensationalism to a certain extent? Yes. Yeah, so basically what happened is um, the New York Times, um, when it when the Asian giant hornets was first detected, published an article in 2019, and they actually used the title Asian giant hornet threatens um, honeybees in the Pacific Northwest. And it did get a little bit of ground. People were paying attention to it. So then to follow up, um, they talked with researchers overseas, followed um, the WSDA as we were setting experimental traps and lures. And then in May, they published an article using that term murder hornet. Um, and the media kind of people grabbed onto it, people ran with it. Um, basically, the only details on to why that name happened is just a researcher overseas said, well, sometimes we can call them the murder hornet. No really rhyme or reason behind it. And it kind of stuck and people ran with it. They do have like other names like giant sparrow bee and yak killer hornet, but that's the one that everybody tends to love. What do you look for when you look for, you know, you're, you're asking the public to keep their eye out, obviously. What do we need to look for? So they're typically going to be within that inch and a half to two inches in range. There's no such thing as a baby Asian giant hornet. Um, if they're smaller, it's probably a different species. And then they're very, um, they have a very prominent, large orange yellow head. The head's about as big and as wide as its body. And then they have that distinct orange yellow band striping on their abdomen. So that inch and a half to two inches in size with that orange yellow color and the striping on the abdomen will key you in if it's an Asian giant hornet. Okay, so part B of that question is what to do if you actually spot an Asian hornet. If you think you've spotted an Asian giant hornet and you can safely obtain a picture, that's awesome. Unfortunately, without um, photo evidence or if it happens to be dead and you can collect it, we can't confirm or deny it. Um, and then you go online to agr.wa.gov slash hornets. Um, you can fill out an online reporting form. You can shoot us an email to hornets at agr.wa.gov or you can call our hotline. And Cassie, we, we know that these hornets were in this area, specifically in the Birch Bay Blaine area. Um, have have they been spotted anywhere else in Washington or in the United States? Specifically just the Whatcom County part of Washington um, in the Blaine, Birch Bay area. And there was one detection in Bellingham, um, but kind of Blaine, Birch Bay and Custer um, where, where most of our detections came from last year. Thank you, Cassie. <sighs> Who knew it was so difficult to find the right bank? I know, it's so confusing. <gasps> it's a cloud of uncertainty. And checking out your banking options? Oh, sounds overwhelming. Enough! With Banner Bank, it's easy to manage your finances and help us here when you need it. Be gone, cloud! Oh, wait, 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 wait. Ah! Thanks, Thanks, Banner Bank. bank. Yeah! Built for action, built for banking. Banner Bank, member FDIC. What does your dream getaway have? Luxury hotel rooms, elegant suites, and relaxing spa? We've got that. World-class Wine Spectator award-winning steakhouse? We've got that. Washington's premier golf destination? We've got that. How about the newest slots, table games, and exciting promotions? Oh yeah, we've got those too. Visit Silver Reef Casino Resort and hit the getaway jackpot. Silver Reef Casino Resort, located off I-5 exit 260. We've got that. The Birch Bay Buzz Pod. And that brings to a close this first episode of the Birch Bay Buzz Pod. I'm Sasha Sanguinetti. Thanks for having me along. Again, a special thank you to our sponsors, Silver Reef Casino Resort, Loomis Trail Golf Course, Phillips 66 Ferndale Refinery, Banner Bank, and Blaine Birch Bay Park and Recreation District 2. 
This podcast will be released monthly from the Birch Bay Chamber office, so look for our next episode coming up the 1st of July. If you'd like to reach out to us at the Chamber, our phone number here is 360-371-5004, and we're always looking for new ideas. For this program in particular, you can email me, Sasha, spelled S-A-C-H-A, at birchbaychamber.com. Be sure and follow us on Facebook as well as Instagram, uh, the Birch Bay Chamber of Commerce. And of course, you can always visit our website, birchbaychamber.com. Don't forget, first dive-in movie at the water slide, Friday, June 18th, it's Angry Birds 2. And the very next day, Kids Kite Day returns on June 19th. Come join the fun in Birch Bay. This has been The Buzz Pod, a monthly presentation of the Birch Bay Chamber of Commerce.